Welcome to the Learning Capacity Podcast, where we explore stories from around the world. We hear from educators, parents, students, entrepreneurs and scientists about innovations that help make learning easier and more successful. I'm your host, Peter Barnes. Our guest today is a mother of a struggling learner who started her own out-of-school learning business, filling a gap in um, services that seems to exist between uh, traditional services like speech pathology and tutoring. Her name is Monique Peters, and she's got an interesting background in um, business, uh, business development, marketing, administration. She's, she's not a specialist uh, learning um, person, but she's um, done something remarkable in establishing her business. So this is Monique's story. Monique, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you, Peter. I think your story is really interesting, how you established a business, helping people with their learning and where it fits overall. And I'm interested in what motivated you to do that. So do you want to talk to us about that? Yes, I do. Um, so I'm the, having a, a son who struggled with learning. Um, I was the sort of mother that um, did endless nights of research, all the nights that I used to be up worrying and um, I would do a, an awful lot of research on, you know, what I could do next to help him. Um, I was trying to keep him uh, medication free. Uh, so I was trying things like different diets and, and uh, taking gluten and dairy and so on out of his diet, sugar, those sort of things. And, and they all worked to some degree. Um, but it wasn't until um, he used a, a particular program um, that he had some success and certainly straight away with his speech um, and I ended up working with the speech pathologist who um, brought that program to Australia and I supported other parents for four years. Um, and when I saw the sort of success that they were having from that program, um, I thought, no, I, I would love to bring this to my area of sort of Campbelltown, um, Camden and the Wallandilly, which we call MacArthur. And that, that's in, in, um, in out, out of Sydney, isn't it, for, for listeners who are not familiar with those places? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so you, you've got a strong personal motivation for establishing this business. Have you ever run a business before? No, I hadn't. It had been a dream um, and um, I had no idea what I was taking on when I decided to do this. Um, but that's, uh, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so no idea what you were taking on. What do you mean? Was it tough? Yeah, very tough because um, marketing had changed since I'd had a child. Um, it was, you know, had gone digital and, and social media and I really didn't understand um, how to use those things. I really didn't understand how to use them. Um, I didn't um, know how to put a business plan together because I didn't know what directions I could take. I was completely blank. Um, I often describe it like uh, sailing a boat or flying a plane while you're learning how to, to fly and put it together all at the same time. Um, yeah, that, that's been really difficult, but an incredible journey, absolutely incredible. You know, I, I've met some incredible people along the way and, I, I've, you know, as, as long as you don't give up and you keep doing things, you will eventually find um, your way through these things. 
The fact that you didn't have a background in remedial learning or, or similar areas, but you've had personal experience with a son and um, with using some some um, approaches, um, uh, was that a, was that a, is that a problem for you, or was it a uh, was it in some way an advantage that you weren't bound by traditional approaches? That's right. Well, it's it, it's a challenge in one way because. Um, People um, are often asking me, am I a speech pathologist or a teacher? Um, and my answer is always, no, I'm, I understand things more from the parent's perspective. Um, I'm reasonably intelligent, so I'm able to um, decipher and do a lot of research and work out what's good research and what's not good. Um, so I um, am able to put my faith in the uh, evidence-based programs that I'm using um, and I know how to use those programs, so I know how to read them really well and how to get the data um, to help the students, which is the most important thing. But what I really love having is that parent perspective because um, it's uh, different for someone in, bi- in this type of business um, to have that. So you, you actually have two clients. You have the parent and the, the student and the yes. child. Yes, because what I do is actually support the parents. So um, getting the all neuroscience programs um, have a lot of repetition um, and while they have the reward in there, the children recognise that it's um, very tedious um, and uh, the part of their brain that wants to stay in their comfort zone um, needs to be challenged. Um, and I've found ways and techniques of being able to do that. So I've also developed a lot of expertise um, in coaching the parents through the program and the wonderful thing is I've learnt things for myself and I also um, am able to pass things on to the parents as well so they start to see things and they start to develop skills um, a bit of a perseverance I guess. Yeah good and I, and I understand you you've got a background also in um, uh, working with kids in um, one of the local high schools in your area which uh, must, yes, must be useful. A- mm-hmm. Yes, sorry. <laughs> I've been a, um, a high school mentor uh, for mm-hmm. about seven years, six or seven years, um, and from there I've learnt um, a lot of incredible things about especially high school children and the challenges they face. Um, and out here they're, they're, um, they're, there's a lot of challenges for, for young people to face. Mm. So um, it, it sounds like you have a, uh, a unique combination of you've got a parent's perspective and also you, you understand... Um, how to mentor and coach um, adolescents. That's a a learning journey for myself. Mm. So um, Mm. at first it was when I first started mentoring, it was um, difficult not to walk the path or want to walk the path of a counsellor. But you soon learn as part of the mentoring skills that that's not your job. And then the more you actually listen to them, um, the more you... um, the better relationship develops um, between the two of you. Um, and my particular angle is I've come in uh, wanting to teach them more skills because I know that um, skills are something that can take them forward. Mm. Um, and, and skills, the more skills somebody has, the better their confidence improves anyway. So, um, and I can work on that side of things for them. And, and while they often have their own counselling and, and things as well, um, but at least from my perspective, when they go on, they've got more skills to go forward with. Right. And what's the name of your business? 
Uh, so it's called Brainwise Learning. Mm-hmm. Brainwiselearning.com.au. <laughs> okay. And are, are you um, purely doing um, your work with your clients remotely via via uh, internet and so forth, uh, phone, or do you yeah. do any do any face to face stuff? Uh, no, so the the programs are all online based, um, which is absolutely wonderful because that way we can access a lot more students. Mm. Um, I'm in touch on the phone with the parents, mm-hmm. um, so that that's you know we're in touch that way. Um, I send the children a lot of certificates, um, and they get a lot of support that way and encouragement. Um, I have learned about something called the growth mindset, which um, oh, Carol, Carol Dweck, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Absolutely fantastic work. Um, and with that, I can coach the parents. I've got some resources that I send them, a whole book of 80 pages. Mm. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's um, it, it's really good thing because when, when mum understands the growth mindset, she can teach that to the rest of the family. And she finds that she can upgrade her skills as well and, and not be afraid to take that step forward. Well, that's a really, it sounds like a really useful service. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> so, so you're 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 working equally with the parent and the child. It seems to me is that is, would that be a fair statement of what you're doing? Definitely, because um, if you put it this way, if you work with the child alone um, and nothing changes in the household, um, then I think the chances of success are limited. Um, whereas if you can get the whole family on board. Um, you know, the chances of change are better and quicker. Mm, yeah. Uh, and what? Give us an idea of the sort of clients that you're working with. What, what do they come to you for? What are the problems that they want solved? Oh, definitely because they're, I understand, I'm sort of like my ideal client. I am my ideal client and I understand what it's like to have all that worry. You see your child... Usually with auditory processing issues, if it's not too severe and it's just causing them to struggle at school a little bit, um, they start to fall further and further behind. So they may start in kindergarten even with everyone else, um, but as the work becomes more complex, you know, so getting to years two, three, four and five, um, it starts to become quite evident. Um, And the the child, depending on their character, may completely withdraw like my son did. Mm. so I, I completely understand that journey um, mm. for the parent, the worry. Um, and so these are the parents that I work with. You know, they they um, they may or may not have had speech pathology or they may or may not be doing tutoring. Um, but when we can get down to that really deep neurological level um, and work at that acquisition level, that, that language acquisition level, um, things can change um it's a deeper change. Mm, mm, mm. Um, so, what you, you don't just work with children, though, do you? I understand from earlier conversation you you also work with adults who have some. I, do. I, I once know? worked with an an eighty year old lady who had um, a hearing problem, a hearing deficit. She was wearing a hearing aid, um, and she wasn't trying. We couldn't bring back the hearing that she had lost the acuity side of things, but um, she was able to understand what she could hear better um, and she loved being able to rejoin her gardening club. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah, Lovely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And any other adults you've um, worked with? Um, Yes, so um, I worked with Sarah recently who was on your podcast. 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. Interesting, really interesting story. Yes, um, you've got to listen to that, everybody. It is just an incredible story. Um, and I was very humbled by, um, you know, Sarah's comments about how I supported her through that. I'll, I'll put a link uh, under the under the podcast so if people are interested in listening to that, they can. Um, okay, good. So you, 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 your challenges, you were telling me, um, we were, we were going, circling right back now. Yes. Challenges. So you, 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 you started the, your business and um, I guess pretty much everything was a challenge at the beginning, setting the whole thing up, making a plan, all of that stuff. Yes. Any, any things that sort of stand out for you now with the benefit of hindsight, the, 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 the biggest struggles you've had? Um, and, I'm, and I'm going to ask you about your successes in a minute, but let's just <laughs> focus on <clears throat> focus on this for a second. Probably how to use um, technology and and how to find my my ideal client. Um, how to use the the language that they're going to hear. Mm, mm. Um, that that's been quite a journey because um, you know I, I thought if I at first if I put out a whole lot of information, um, that's all I need to do. But no, it's way more complex than that. Mm, mm. you know the amount of information coming to people um, has increased so people are more selective about what they read Mm. Um, and in order to find the people I want to help I have to um, speak their language much better I imagine that could be a challenge but you're making progress clearly every day is progress Mm, Um, mm. uh, one of the things about all the challenges that I face is that um, through uh, doing this work, when I learned about the growth mindset, um, it was quite a revelation that I could actually use that myself to grow my own skills. And <laughs> amazingly enough, it, it really has um, been a big benefit knowing the growth mindset. For, for any of our listeners who, who are not familiar with the growth mindset, do you want to just give us a quick summary of, of what, what the growth mindset is? Yeah, to try and simplify it, it's just understanding basically what neuroplasticity is so that um, knowing that the, the brain can grow new neural pathways and you can learn new skills well into old age. Um, so it's knowing how the brain does that. Um, it's about um, that effort is what gets results, not naturally uh, natural talent or being gifted, so to speak. Um, it, it's about the effort that you put into things. Um, that making mistakes is a welcome part of the learning process um, and that on its own is extremely liberating because my, the fear of making mistakes stops people from doing so many things um, and it even causes things like um, cheating in exams because they don't want to be seen as making mistakes. Yeah, things being really good. Yeah, yeah. get the idea through to children that hey, make mistakes. It's great. It's wonderful. You know, Um, it's extremely liberating. And I was personally, um, uh, I took that to heart when I was learning how to produce videos um, for my content. Um, At first, I really didn't want to make videos because I was worried about how bad it might look. But um, I've been reassured by this growth mindset and also from friends who have been very supportive. Um, you know, you're great on video, just keep going, you'll be fine. And so what if you make a mistake? I think it's great for other people to see your mistakes. You're, hu- you're human, eh? <laughs> oh, exactly. This woman's human. It's a big um, shift in mindset. 
Yeah, great. That's really good. And it's great that you're able to apply that to yourself and your business and uh, and your, your clients as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, you've you've told us um, some success, little success stories about, or well, big successes, no doubt, uh, about a couple of adults. What about uh, your children? Um, anyone there that stands out as that's really been a great outcome for the child? Oh, yes. Look, I, I, I've had um, a few of them. So, my son, for a start, um, you know, uh, working with him, the fact that he challenges me now, um, he's become fairly entrepreneurial himself. So we'll sit down and watch um, either Kerwin Ray or Gary Vaynerchuk videos together and things like that. Um, he'll challenge me to, to make my next success, you know, and, and he's very encouraging that way. That's fantastic. Oh, how, um, gr- how, gr- how great is it to, to have a, a, a son um, sort of in the same business mindset as you. That must be wonderful. That's that's wonderful. Yeah, mm. I um, I'm so glad that he has his um, driver's license now, and that he's able to start access, accessing um, support and networking groups and things like that himself. So mm. um, he's he's a little bit shy, but yeah, a bit of growth mindset. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. And what about um, any um, particular uh, successes outside your family which come to mind? Oh, yes. So um, I, on my website I have a few um, testimonials, One, a recent one from um, a lady who had three children who all struggled, had very big struggles with learning. Um, one of her daughters was um, basically nonverbal. Um, what she would do was speak only in rehearsed sentences Mm. And um, and she had a collection of these rehearsed sentences. Um, after doing some of the program within this was in the first three months, um, she started to have spontaneous conversation, and her confidence improved so much that she was actually going out shopping. Um, she was an older girl, about seventeen, um, and she went to a JB Hi-Fi and started looking for her own music. And she engaged with the um, you know when she bought. Uh, the album that she was looking for. Wow. And yeah, and, and, and she was saying please and thank you and, and her mum was just absolutely delighted with that. Wow. Um, and her son, who would avoid lots of lots of these sort of things, had actually started, he enjoyed using the program so much that he decided to set himself up every day and, and that was became part of his daily routine and he actually looked forward to, to starting the work on it. Um, sure. Yeah, uh, many other children. For me, it's when their confidence comes up. So the the changes can look very organic um, and the children don't necessarily connect it with the program. It's the parents say, oh, you know, all of a sudden their coaching performance improves or their their sporting performance improves. Yeah. And um, and that's because they're able to hear the instructions better. mm, So your work really has um, widespread uh, positive impacts for, for, for your clients by the sounds of and, and that's some a message that I need to get out there is that because when their language skills improve, the learning improves across all subjects and not just subjects because that, that's just academic, mm. social. Their mm. social skills improve. You know, mm. when they're able to understand their um, the other children in the class and, and there's less of those misunderstandings. So when my son was at school and, and he had his auditory processing issues, there were misunderstandings between the other children which would result in exclusion and bullying and all those sort of things. Um, but there were also misunderstandings with teachers. You know, when he was asked to explain 
you know, what was the latest problem. He couldn't explain it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Tough, tough. But yeah. it, sounds, it sounds like you really love love what you're doing, right? Oh, I do. I've become yeah. so yeah. passionate about this. Mm-hmm. I really have. What, what do you love most about it? Oh, I love it when, um, like when I said before, when the children's confidence comes up mm-hmm. um, because to me that's, that's the biggest change, um, you know, when they feel more confident, uh, when they start to read more, when they start to spell more. Um, I really love when um, I connect with someone who has read the book The Brain That Changes Itself by Dr Norman Doidge um, and everyone's eyes just light up, you know, and it's an exciting moment because we all know uh, or we both know that the the, um, the hope that comes from that book. Um, I love talking about the stories of hope from neuroscience, um, the stories of people like Barbara Arrowsmith or even the... Um, uh, there's a young boy in England who was born with only 2% of a brain um, and he now has 85% of a brain, um, you know, and he's, he's a, an amazing little character. You know, these stories bring hope to so much people, uh, so many people, and um, it's, it's humbling and it's also very exciting. Mm, mm, great. Really, really good. And, and I guess you've been also out, out want, working with community your your uh, to to develop your business you must have had to step out of your comfort zone and go and um, meet a whole lot of new people make new connections all of that how do you like that oh i that i really love that side of things so i joined um three women's uh women in business groups mm-hmm. um one called Wallandilly women in business another one called women with altitude and another one called mums in business and um, they're all very, very supportive, all very, very nurturing. Um, they're not not competitive um, in the business sense. We're all always about supporting one another. I've learned so much from them. I've made some uh, incredible connections uh, with some beautiful ladies who are doing incredible things. And you are inspired by that. You can't help but be inspired by that. Um, in, in these fires, for example, um, I'm in the Wallandilly area where... Um, these, are the, these are the bushfires in Australia you're talking yes, about. Yes, and, and seeing this community surround everybody with love by, um, you know, some ladies, were, uh, there's a lot of life coaches and, mm. um, you know, a lot of ladies will put together a healing group and others are uh, working behind the scenes, connecting um, services uh, to people who need it and... There's just so much work going on behind the scenes. I'm signing up for a, a community pantry thing to make sure people are getting food and and so on. And it's um, it's a privilege to be able to do that. Mm. It, it makes it more than a business. Mm. Yeah, much more than a business. So it sounds like your decision to start your own business um, has had major benefits for a whole range of people, uh, not least of all yourself. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, it, I'm actually trying to model my business on um, a different kind of model where I'm not that interested in making, you know, globules of money for my own benefit. I'm, what, what I'm wanting to do is, is put a lot of the money back into it and start to offer things like scholarships and, um, you know, ways where I can really make, um, a difference, you know. It's it, I'm, I'm not really looking for too much personal benefit, if you know what I mean. Personal financial benefit, you're talking yeah, about. That's right. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you're getting a lot of personal benefit clearly oh, from, from what, yes. what you're doing. Monique, this is a wonderful story. Uh, if what what advice would you have if there are other uh, 
people out there, women and men, I guess, who, who, who are thinking of starting a business. They've never started one before, not necessarily in the, in the, the, the business that you're, taught, you're in, but a business. What are, the, what are the things that you would advise them? Um, develop a growth mindset. <laughs> mm, mm, um, mm. Definitely come and see me. I, I, I do have coaching packages that I do. Mm. Um, so, but no, I mean that idea of taking that step. Just keep going forward. Learn from your mistakes. Don't be afraid to make them. And mm. um, you know, do it because um, there is a seems to be a big shift with the um, the digital landscape. You know, a lot of a lot more people will be starting their own businesses and working from home. Mm. I hear a lot of talk of um, monetizing the skills that you have. So you may be working for someone, um, but say you know how to knit or to bake things, you can produce a course and start selling that online and mm. making some money on the side. It's actually very exciting. Um, the technology that we have that can facilitate this sort of economy is, is, is very exciting. It, it truly is. It truly is. So, Monique, look, thank you so much for talking to us today. It's an inspiring story, a, a really interesting story. Now, if, if people want to learn more about you and what you do, what's the best way for them to do that? Oh, the best way is to go to the website, so which is www.brainwiselearning.com.au um, and my, all my contact details are there as well. I'm also on um, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks for talking to us. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Learning Capacity Podcast, brought to you by LearnFastHQ.com, delivering the world's best evidence-based solutions for learning since 1999. Head over to our website to read a transcript of the podcast. Go to LearnFastHQ.com that's L-E-A-R-N-F-A-S-T-H-Q dot com and click on podcast in the menu at the top of the page. And don't forget to subscribe in your listening app so you don't miss hearing any of the interesting discussions about learning, teaching and education. Music